तब कथा मृत ताप्त जीवन कविरीड़ कलमशापहम श्रवण मंगल श्रीमदात भुवि गृहती जी बुरीदाजना द नेक्चर ऑफ द वर्ल्ड इज द लाइफ फॉर दोज हुर स्कॉर्स्ड बाय द वर्ल्ड द वर्ल्ड्स विच हैव बीन नॉटर्ड बाय द नोर्स ऑफ ट्रूथ विच यू हैव आउट सेंस द वेरी हियरिंग ऑफ विच इज बेनिफिशियल विच आर ब्यूटिफुल प्लीजिंग टू द इयर्स प्लीजिंग टू द हार्ट्स विच आर इन एक्सास्टेबल दोज रिकाउंट दे मन दर्थ आर द गिवर्स ऑफ प्लेंटी ओम शांति ही शांति ही शांति ही पीस 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 बिंटोल gems from the garden of saints we are having this satsang based on the book sat prasanga by swami vishuddhananda who was a president of the ramkrishna order and a disciple of holy mother He was born in 1883 and passed away in 1962. I met that Swami many times. A great, great, great sadhu. He used to give discourses to the devotees. Whenever he would go to give initiation. Ramakrishna Mission, Shillong, 31st March 1957. He started to talk about the Bhagavad Gita. Gita. Gita is the most popular scriptures of the Hindus. The name of the book is called Bhagavad Gita. Gita means song. Bhagavad Gita means song sung by God. <coughs> Human beings have two problems, basic problems. First, fear. Second, confusion. Bhoy ebang moho. confused we do not know what is right what is wrong and we have fear if you have money fear of robbers if you have um, beauty fear of losing beauty if you have body fear of death everywhere there is fear 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 arjuna had those two problems krishna removed these two problems singing this gita There are 700 verses. This Gita is the part of the Mahabharata. Sometimes people ask why the Gita was taught in the battlefield. Generally, Gita should be 
taught in the shrine, in the temple? Why in the battlefield? You see, Gita is not a battlefield, we hear the martial song. Gita is not the martial song. Why in the battlefield? Battlefield is the best place to teach Vedanta. Why? Those who go to the battlefield, first, they have no fear of death. They know they I may die at any time. Second, they have no attachment for family. If you have attachment for family home, you cannot come to the battlefield. And if you have fear of death, you cannot come to the battlefield. So the person who is completely free from attachment and no fear of death, only that person is the that person can be the good student of Vedanta. Sometimes people ask, why in the battlefield? Very, very interesting. It is in the Bhagavatam. Bhishma was praying to Krishna. In the Gita, there is a Arjuna was reluctant to fight. Krishna forced him, no, your very nature will fight. You cannot skate. Listen. I have already killed them. This 18, 18 million people will be killed. I have already killed them. You just be the witness. Just fight. If you do not fight, they will die. Kaloshmi loko kshayokrit. I am the that doll devourer time. I shall destroy these unrighteous people. That is the reason I am born. How did he kill them? He just, when Arjuna asked him, drive my chariot between these two parties, at that time, he just looked at them. With one look, they took the longevity of all these people. He's gone. Now he's talking about when religion declines, the religion prevails, I incarnate. I have no birth, actually, but just Dehubaniva. The body you see, it is just a show. I am that Brahman, birthless, deathless, immortal, pure consciousness. But I took a form to fulfill a purpose. I am Nirgun, Nirakar, I am beyond without qualities, without form, beyond mind and speech. But at the same time, Gita's Ishwar is human. 
He has feelings. That is the most important thing. Feelings. Nirgun, nirakar, we do not see the feelings. When God comes as a human form, we can feel that he is crying, he is laughing. When we read the Gospel of Sri Ramakrishna, we see that how he is playing. It is very, very important. I do not care for a God who just imagining who does not have any feeling. But God does not like to be live alone. Hmm? In the Upanishad says, I am alone, I shall be many. So he became many. All these human beings are nothing but gods. Reflected gods. That is the position of Vedanta. Each soul is potentially divine. Shambhavami, Atma Maya. Do you know? I need Maya. To embrace, I embrace my Maya and take this name and form. I sometimes always explain those who come to Vedanta, open to watch five things. Sat, Chit, Ananda. Existence, consciousness, bliss, that is God. Namo, Rupa, name and form, that is Maya. Name and form evolve and dissolve. You have a name, you have a form. One day you are born, one day you will die. It is just like waves of the ocean. Each human being is just like a wave, rises, falls. Perhaps that, that wave will go for hundred years, but it will fall. But always we are connected with the ocean, cosmic consciousness. That is the way, you know, we are all the time connected with God, but we do not know it. That is the reason Vedanta's philosophy is very beautiful. We are all the time connected with God. Just know it. Know thyself. Atmanam Viddhi. He created this world. How? Nimitta Karan and Upadan Karan. I am a potter. Here is the wheel and here is the clay. Today I shall make cups. Today I shall make plates. Today I shall make a vase. Whatever is coming to my mind, immediately the clay is moving, immediately my finger is there. Today flat. Today it is all projecting, God's projection, that what form shall I give? Charles, Mary, whatever form comes, shh. Amazing. So, I am the Nimitta Karan, and this is Upadan Karan. Efficient cause and material cause. Material cause is the clay, and efficient cause is the person, potter. How? Vedanta gives the example, spider. Spider makes the cobweb from its own body. And then it can withdraw also. So God created this whole universe out of himself and he can withdraw himself. There is a mantra in the Mundaka Upanishad. 
जथूर्ण नाभि श्रीयते गृणतेजा यथा पृथिव्या मौषदय संभवती यथा पुरुषात्केशलोमानी तथा संभवती अविश्वम व्हाट ए ब्यूटिफुल इमेजरी ही इज टॉकिंग अबाउट उर्णराबी उर्णराबी मान स्पाइजर एज ए स्पाइजर क्रिएट्स दिस होल कॉबो प्रमिश ओन बॉजी सो गॉड क्रिएटेड देन डज इट मेक इन इफर द कॉर्न ऑल दिस वेजिटेबल्स ट्रीज दिस स्पॉन्टेनियसली ग्रो फ्रॉम दिस वर्थ Do you make any effort to grow your hair or to grow your nail? That is, yata purushat kesho lomani. A nail it automatically grows. Hair automatically grows. So from this whole universe came automatically without making any effort from the God's body. That Upanishad says. That he is talking about. This world is a very beautiful place. God is with form. God again is formless. Sri Ramakrishna, in this age, removed this riddle. You see, some religions, some people think God is without form. Sri Ramakrishna says it is true, but God also again can take a form. Example: water and ice. To a devotee, out of devotion, he takes the form. To a gani, formless. As same water changing position, so God also can change position. God is only formless, and you know form. You see that is the Aristotelian logic. Christian Western people think ye ye ne ne ye cannot be ne ne cannot be ye. No no no, that is not the way. Ye can be ne ne can be ye. Look. As Sri Ramakrishna gave that illustration, that is the way Amu was confused. In the gospel, you will find in the very first, second day, he was knocked out. Sir, I love for God formless. That is all right, but God has a form also. How he could not figure it out that how both can be true? Either one must be true. Then Sri Ramakrishna gave this example of water, liquid, and ice. That he says, Sri Ramakrishna solved this problem. Then Krishna says, "Nami, I do not reveal my form to everybody because I embrace, I cover myself with my yoga maya." Yami boisha brinte tina lepo. God reveals Himself to the people, those who are pure, simple. You know, sometimes children get quick connection, but because mind is very pure, a purity of heart there God reflects. Then he quoted this quote of Bhars Shamiji also quoted in the Parliament of Religion: "Ye yatamam prapadyante tang stathi bhajamiham." Whatever we people worship me, I accept their worship. People go through diverse paths, but all lead to me. 
rivers originate from different places, but when they meet the ocean, <coughs> there they do not fight that I am Mississippi River or I am <coughs> Colorado River. They forget their name and fall. Then he quoted from the <coughs> Rig Veda also. Truth is one, sages call it by various names. Recently I was reading a Swami's interpretation of the Gita. Do you know what did he say? It is this, the God who taught Gita in the battlefield of Kurukshetra to Arjuna. Same God came as Ramakrishna and demonstrated how to practice Gita. He taught Gita there, but he did not demonstrate. Ramakrishna came to demonstrate the Gita, how to practice it day to day life. That's a beautiful illustration. The God who is born to give the teaching, same God came to demonstrate how to practice. See, Ramakrishna's life is the embodiment, he was the embodiment of the Gita. The Gita, see, Ramakrishna said, Gita, 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 Gita. The moment you repeat Gita, Gita, it sounds taggy, 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 that means renounce, renounce, renounce. It just becomes reverse meaning. Then he says Swami Vivekananda came to America in 1893 and represented Vedanta at the Parliament of Religions in Chicago. What did he do? He mentioned this two things of Sri Ramakrishna he presented harmony of religions and what other things he said Shakti and divinity of human beings Swamiji 19th September 1893 Swamiji read a paper at the parliament. Name of the paper is Hinduism. There they mentioned, you see, those who are born and brought up in Christian tradition, a doctrine of original sin is there. You are born sinner from your very birth. Only Jesus can save you. So Swamiji says, the Hindus do not call you sinners. It is a sin to call a man so. It is a standing libel on human nature. Ye are the children of immortal bliss. That is the way Swamiji talked about. You see, it is very shocking for the traditional Christian people. You see, the, the doctrine of the original sin, the moment you challenge it, it shakes. Their faith shakes. God created, let there be light, there is light, let there be sun, there is sun, let there be water, there, let there be water. That is the way, if you read the Genesis chapter of the Bible, you will see the creation according to Christian, Jewish and Christian tradition. The moment Darwin says, no, 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 creation came from amoeba. Chimpanzee, you know, this is the evolution. Theory of evolution, whole Christian religion was shaken because the, the science challenged religion. 
That is the way. So when Swamiji says that you are not sinners, he, sh he shook the, the doctrine of Christianity. You will have to understand, you see, Christian people are very devout about their faith. I read Nicene Creed, Apostolic Creed. We believe Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, only salvation is possible through Him. These are the things they repeat and that they believe. That was a very, very, it is a, you know, sometimes people do not understand this time. There is tremendous reaction. In American people, there are millions and millions of people are free thinkers. They are not guided by doctrine and dogma. Anyhow, that Swamiji was telling they are born sinners now. <laughs> Sri Ramakrishna asked, a great Punjit came to Sri Ramakrishna and asked, You teach? Yes. Did you get the command from God? No. Then it will not work. It will go through one year and you will go through the other. If you want to be a teacher, you need the command from God. That is the reason. At Kashipur Gajan, our Sri Ramakrishna wrote a piece of paper, Noren Lok Shikhe Dibe. Noren will teach people. He wrote and gave a certificate to Shamiji. <laughs> Shamiji said, I shall not do it. Your very bone marrow will do it. That's Sri Ramakrishna said. <laughs> That's the reason. Swamiji was the main focus in the Parliament of Religions. Sri Ramakrishna, Swamiji talked about Sri Ramakrishna's visions are so precise, accurate. But Krishna's body complexion is just like a grass pool. One kind of bluish flower which grows in the grass, but his body complexion is that, I saw it. Jesus. He had a little flat nose, he is not pointed nose. Later on the found it is true. But his vision is so vivid, accurate. I saw Divine Mother with such colored cloth, with such border. If you, when you read the Gospel of Ramakrishna, you will see that his visions are so precise, so accurate. Well, our vision sometimes hazy, we, you know, sometimes we do not see what. <laughs> but his vision is very, very pointed. His influence on Brahma Samaj. You see, to protect Indian culture, 
missionary people are you see British government missionary people are trying to convert the Indians at that time came some socio-religious movements in India Arja Samaj, Brahma Samaj, Hori Shabha, various kinds of religious groups they are trying to protect their religions so Brahma Samaj they compromise Christianity and Hinduism mixed the same you know Christian concept of God, God without form but with qualities. They do not believe in the gods and goddesses at all. All these things. So, Shamiji, then Sri Ramakrishna came and told the Brahmas, what are you doing? Well, sir, we meditate, but we do not believe God with form. I see. I say, when you meditate, what do you think? Mind has a form. Mind cannot think anything without a form. Mind. So, why, how do you imagine it? With mind? Mind has a form. And mind takes a form. They are confused. <laughs> First have the knowledge of non-duality, then do whatever you like. Next, Swami says, Sri Ramakrishna married. Rama was married, Krishna was married, they are, became householders. <laughs> Jesus did not marry, became a monk. Buddha married, renounced his wife. Chaitanya married, renounced his wife. Ramakrishna married, kept his wife with him. Then he was talking about why he wanted to demonstrate the motherhood of God. You see, in the West, Swamiji said, who, Swamiji was talking with the, the women of India, Swamiji's many lectures he gave in America, caste and culture of India. In the beginning, they have various strange ideas about Indian women. Swamiji said, in our society, mother first, wife second. But in your society, wife first, mother second. Here, wife is the queen in the family and everybody under him, under her. But in our society, mother is the top. Everybody is under her. Then he said, son is son till he gets a wife and daughter is daughter all her life. Swamiji used to wrote, write all those American things to, in his letters. Who is ruling the society? That he was Then he was talking about symbol, holy mother, ideal of Indian Womanhood. But if society can flourish if the women are worshipped. Yatra Narjastu Purjanti Ramante Tatra Devata Aha. It is in Manushangita. Where women is adored. Where women are adored and respected and worshipped. Happiness and peace dance in that family. 
Our women are tortured, women are persecuted, women are put down. There is no peace, no joy in that family. Shamiji says a bird cannot fly with one wing. Both wings are necessary to fly. Both men and women are necessary to have an ideal society. That Shamiji said. That is the reason he asked Sister Nivedita to come to India for women education. Women education is very, very important. And only just give, give us children and cook. That will not work. <laughs> Our scripture says, Ya Devi Sarvabhutishu Mati Rupina Samastita Namastasai, 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 Namo Namo. I bow, we bow down to that mother, the, the, the Devi, who is manifested in all women. All women are the manifestation of the Divine Mother. We bow down to Him again and again. Then He says, when Swami Vivekananda, Sri Ramakrishna had sacred marriage ceremony, she is, he is supposed to take arms first from his mother. No, he took from his godmother because he promised to her, because she did not have any children. Second, Sri Ramakrishna's guru was, one of the gurus was a woman, Bhairavi Brahmani. Sri Ramakrishna's first disciple is a woman, Holy Mother. I remember <laughs> one can, in Kansas City, I asked one girl, she bought a copy of the Gospel of Ramakrishna. I said, when you read Woman and Gold, Jarmaya, don't you feel bad? Oh no, Swami, when there comes Woman and Gold, I put Man and Gold is Maya. <laughs> I just reverse it. <laughs> Man and Gold are Maya. <laughs> Instead of Woman and Gold are Maya. I'm very, very, I really appreciate you. <laughs> I remember I had another, she, she did not take any session from me, but, but she is close to me. I presented her a copy of the Gospel of Sri Ramakrishna. She read Woman and Gold or Maya. She closed the book and wrote in her will that when I shall die, return this book to Swami. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and actually it happened. She, <laughs> she died and her sister, Send that book to me. Wow. I will survive. I remember our Boston Swami gave a copy of the Gospel to a professor in Harvard University. And he also read Woman and Gojar Maya. <laughs> He returned that book to Swami. Swami, this book is not for me. <laughs> Swami says, why did you read? No, woman and gold, that's, I was knocked out there. <laughs> Swami said, take the book again. You, do you know how to read this book? All teachings are not for you. The teachings which suit you, take those teachings. Gospel of Ram and Ram, Ram and Ram Krishna Mom. Do you think all teachings of Ramakrishna for me? No. If I blindly try to follow all teachings, I will be confused. 
in the drugstore there are various kinds of medicines. If you indiscriminately take this, those medicines, you will die. <laughs> Only doctor knows which medicine will suit for you, will cure your disease. Similarly, all teachings are not for you. Take the book again and read. So he took, the professor took the book, read, and they say, Swami, this Ramakrishna's teaching is the answer for our society. Well, what does it mean? Well, our society is ruled by dollar king and sex queen. <laughs> <laughs> dollar king is Well, this Ramakrishna has the answer. That how this Maya, we are trapped by this Maya. Actually, Sri Ramakrishna says, Kamini Kanchan. He did not mention woman. Kama means desire, lust. Lust and gold and Maya. That is the way Swami Vivekananda asked to translate those two words. But Swami Nikhilananda wrote woman and gold. <laughs> Swamiji translated lust and greed. Lust and gold are Maya. In the divine play, I put lust and gold. I do not make American women angry with me <laughs> and curse me. I, I, bow, I, I bow down to American women. <laughs> they will curse me. <laughs> I remember one nun in Santa Barbara told me, I put, you know, he, he, he. Swami, who is going to buy your book? put he and she together. I claim he is stroke, you know, slash she. I claim it does not look good. It's, you know, man, let me put it this way. <laughs> but who will buy your books? It's women. Next, Swami said about practical Vedanta. It was in 1884. Sri Ramakrishna was repeating two lines from the Vaishnava teaching, Chaitanya's teaching. Nameruchi jivedaya Vaishnava shevan ihavina dharmanai shuna sanatan. Chaitanya's telling his main disciple, listen, listen. These three main things are the basic things of Vaishnava tradition. Nameruchi, chanting God's name, you will get the taste. Jivedaya, compassion to human beings. Vaishnava Shevan, serving to the devotees of God. Chanting God's name, compassion to human beings, compassion to the people and service to the people. These three things are the basic principles of Vaishnava religion that Mahaprabhu Chaitanya said to his disciple. Now, many people are there in that room. Swamiji listened to it. And he came out from the room and told his brother disciples, today I found a new light if God gives me any chance in my life, I shall demonstrate these teachings to humanity. 
That is practical Vedanta. Sri Ramakrishna say, Jivedaya? <laughs> compassion? Who are you to show compassion to people? Only God can show compassion. Jivedaya noi. Shivogyane Jivosheva. That Thakur said. Serve human beings as God. That is the basic principle of Ramakrishna missions activities. Serve all these human beings as God, living gods, worship the living gods. That Swamiji introduced, that is practical Vedanta. Not that hey, you are. Hey, I, use, I, was, I opened my diary. Shami Sharbhugatananda in Boston went to Shami Akhanjananda. I want to be a monk. He was coming from a very rich family. <laughs> you want to be a monk? Yes. He was in Bombay. Well, if you want to be a monk, you walk from Bombay to Hardwar. Barefooted. Take no money with you. If you can go there, then you'll be a monk there. So he renounced. From Bombay he started to walk. Maybe 1500 miles, even if not more. 1500 miles, barefooted, without money, begging food from door to door. Sleeping by the side of the road or in school or somewhere. Walk. He went to Hardwar and there Swami Kalyanananda was the head. He was Swamiji's disciple. You want to be a monk? Yes, Swami. You want to be a monk? Yes. Listen, young man. In the temple, what do you do? Puja, Noibeddo, and Prarthana. You do the worship, then you offer food, and then you pray. These three things you do in the shrine, in the temple. Correct? Yes, sir. And do you see my hospital? You see, Swamiji asked many monks die without treatment in Himalayas. Serve them. So he used to bring all these dying monks, sick monks, dead monks in the, in the hospital and serve them. So, in my hospital, three things. Sheba, Oshatpatha, Adhuti Mishtikatha. There you do it puja, and here is Sheba, service. There you get food, you know, halua and all this nice food to the Lord. Here, medicine and diet, that is my food to the patients. And there you pray. Here no prayer is necessary. Duty mischikotha. Two sweet words. 
a few sweet words to these patients. That is enough. If that puja and this sheba, if you can reconcile, both are the same, then you'll be a monk here. You know, when I opened my diary, I was so moved. I really understood what is practical Vedanta. How to practice this Vedanta? Shivagane Jibo Shiva. So, the Swami concluded that day's talk. So, what we see in Sri Ramakrishna's main teachings? First, harmony of religions. All religions are paths. Religions are not God. Religions are paths. So, all paths lead to the same God. God is one. God are not many. I remember when I was interviewed in 1984 in St. Louis television station, KMX TV. The man who interviewed me and asked, Swami, before we go in front of the camera, let me ask you a question. Is Hindu God, Christian God, Muslim God, Jewish God, are gods different? I answered, when the sun rises, can we say that is a Hindu sun, Christian sun, Jewish sun, Muslim sun? <laughs> Show me, I got my answer. Now go in front of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> can you put any stamp on the sun? The sun, same sun shines on the Muslims, Christians, Hindus, Jews, everyone. So first, harmony of religions. Second, motherhood of God. Third, serve human beings as God. You know, there is so much joy to serve others. You know, Christianity, if I go to interfaith meetings, they have so many programs, service to society. Many, many programs. The Christian churches, they do a lot of philanthropic activities, I tell you frankly. But Mother Teresa started, oh, I take care of these sick people, dying people, they are leaving Christ to me. So I asked Houston Smith, Does it, is it true in the Christian theology? Well, no, no, Swami. That I am serving living Christ, that is all Vedantic ideas. My mother Teresa of Calcutta was doing that thing. That is Vedantic ideas. Ramakrishna Mission, Shilchar, 5th April 1957. Swami started uh, with a Brahmo song. Chintayo mama manasahari chidghano niranjano kima onupama bhati mohana murati bhakata ridayo ranjano. It is a Brahmo song. Oh my mind, think of the Lord as chidghano, pure consciousness, niranjano, 
free of stain, no stain, stainless. Anupama bhati, clutched with light. Mohana muruti, beautiful form. Bhakta ridaya ranjana, which gives joy to the Vijabhuchis. You see, these are the ideas Brahmas got from Sri Ramakrishna and they composed songs, mixing with devotion. You see. Kuchi surja binundito jyoti. Swami says that jyoti, that light, that atman is within all of us. In Vrityadaranaka Upanishad, the question arose, they call it Jyoti Brahman. Kim Jyoti? Where is the light? Surja Jyoti. Light is in the sun. When the sun sets, where is the light? Moon. When the sun, no moon, no sun, Nakshatra, star. No sun, no moon, no stars. Where is the light? Agni, fire. No, try to think about that. No sun, no moon, no star, no lightning, no moon, no fire. Where is the light? Without light you cannot function. Do you know where is the light? Shabda Jyoti, sound. Sound has the light. Even my neighbor shouting at night time, help, help, help. Hearing the sound, I shall go to that direction. Think the whole world is full of darkness. You cannot see anything. Hearing the sound, I shall go to help my neighbor. Shabdu Jyotihi. When there is no sun, no moon, no star, no sound, no fire, no sound, where is the light? Atma Jyotihi. Light of the Atman inside. You know how these, these Upanishadic teachings are beautiful, they are. Chaitanya Jyoti. Dipeshu Nainna Dipecha. Suppose I want to see God. I have a Atma Jyoti light, I have a candle light. And there is a bright sun, full sun. And I am carrying a candle light to show the sun. What will happen? Obibhavo. Light is there, but it is overpowered by sunlight. It is un ineffective. So that thing happens. When this Atma Jyoti, inner consciousness, when it awakens, the cosmic consciousness covers it and engulfs everything. That he is talking about. Problem? Ego. Then he gave that favorite illustration of Sri Ramakrishna. I am learned, I am beautiful, I am rich, I am this, I am that, I am a great musician, I am a great dancer. Anyhow, he was talking about they are like eggplant and potato are jumping in the cooking pot because there is a flame at the bottom. Turn off the flame, all will collapse. So all the egos are working in this world because the consciousness behind. If there is no consciousness, boom! Gone. 
you know how Sri Ramakrishna explained this, this spiritual life. <laughs> then he was talking about, when, if you read Ramakrishna's Divine Bale in the second chapter, the first vision of Sri Ramakrishna. In the first vision, do you know what? He did not see Kandi. He saw light came, flooded from the Kali image and engulfed him and he lost consciousness. He did not see Kali. He saw light. God is light. You know, if you read carefully, you will see that, that Sri Ramakrishna's experience, divine experience. We know when in 1940s, when in New Mexico, Oppenheimer, first experimented atom bomb, he repeated this Gita. Divi Surja Saosrasya Bhavet Yogopadutthita Jodi Vahasadrishi Sasyat Vahasastaisa Mahatmana If the radiance of a thousand suns were to burst forth at once in the sky, that would be like the splendor of the Mighty One. Thousand suns burst at a time. That is the first experience of the atomic experiment in New Mexico desert. Light. <coughs> Consciousness. How can we see the light? Remove the darkness, ignorance of the mind. Japam, hmm? puja, meditation, concentration, practice. These are the spiritual disciplines. Practice. You will, you will have, don't float on the superficial state. Dive deep. That Sri Ramakrishna's two teachings are very, very important in Sri Ramakrishna's teachings. Dubdao, Egiyajao. Dive deep, go forward. Why shall I dive? In the inner recess of the heart. You know, sometimes I practice one meditation, I call it Dhauravidya. It is in the Chandogu Upanishad, chapter 8. Atha idang spin dharam punjarikaksham beshpam dharaspin antarakasha tospin jatantaha tadhanishtibya tadvijigansitibya That sometimes I practice. Atha idam ospin brahmapuri brahmapuri means city of Brahman in the fourth chakra. Dharam small punjarikaksham lotus beshpam shape, a small lotus in the heart. Dahurus means antara akasho. In that lo inside that lotus, there is a small space. What is in that space? That you should know. That you should seek. That is the Atman. You see in the heart, that Atman is everywhere. Brahman is everywhere, but 
it reflects there because that is the most finest part of our human system. As Sri Ramakrishna says, when there is a lightning, lightning flashes everywhere, but maximum flash we find on the glasses because it is clear, clean. It flashes on the trees, on the plants, on the road, on the everywhere, but maximum reflection we find on the glasses. So in the heart chakra, in the mind, there are the Atman flashes. That he is talking about. The moment you have that experience, then you achieve something. You know, you, you, have, you, have, this, you have the experience of the Atman. Bhagavan Dhyan You will have to meditate. You will have to attract him. He was telling one day to Shami Shivananda, God is sometimes magnet. And we are the pins, so magnet attracts. But if the pin is covered with thick mud, powerful magnet cannot attract. So I love, we have to wash that mud from the pins. That reason we'll have to cry. The tears washes away the dirt of the mind. Renunciation removes the dirt of the mind. That is called spiritual discipline. That is called sadhana. That he is talking about. Then do you know, you will feel all the time that God is attracting you. It is hard to resist that attraction. I tell you one thing. Just, I was writing an old diary. It was in Kashipur, winter night. Swamiji was telling Swami Sharadananda. He found some old woods and trees and broken some branches in the Kanjan house. Swamiji said, hey, gather all those dead woods and we shall set fire and we shall meditate and we shall think we shall burn all of our desires in that fire. All worldly desires must be burned. So three, four monks sat around the fire and did that job whole night. Next day, Swamiji had to go to Calcutta. It was his law examination. So he want to give the fee in the university. All of a sudden it came to his mind, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? Last night I burnt all my desires. I want to be a lawyer. What am I doing? What am I doing? From there he returned. He did not give the fee. Came to Girish Ghosh and told him his mental condition. His brother was asking, where are you going? My eye died. Barefooted, five miles he went to Kashipur. Sir, you will have to do something for me. To Sri Ramakrishna. You go take care of your family first. They have no food. So he borrowed a hundred rupees from him and told his mother, Next three months, don't disturb me. Manage food and other things with this money. Sir, what do you want? I want Nirbikalpa Samadhi. 
then Sri Ramakrishna scolded him. Huh. I thought it would be a great banyan tree under your shade, people will get peace. And like a selfish person, you are asking for nirbhikalpa samadhi. Only you, you, you. Got a scolding. Sir, I want it. I want to meditate in Samadhi three, four days, then I shall come back, eat, again I shall go to Samadhi and stay three, four days, then again I shall eat. That was his head. Because he was a Dhanshiddha Mahapurush in previous life. He was a Nitya Shiddha, he was a seven sages immersed in meditation. That was his true nature, that he wants. And Sri Ramakrishna forced him put sufferings, no job, starvation. Let this fellow suffer. Bring his mind to the worldly plane. And then he put a, he gave the samadhi. Then he came to Sri Ramakrishna's room. Now we got the taste? Yes, sir. Now I lock it. <laughs> I am now locking with the key. You do mother's work, then I shall open the treasures again to you. Go and work for mother. That happened. And he imparted Shakti, power to Shamiji. You know, it is really, it is really a drama. Generally, Guru asks the disciple, go have samadhi, have samadhi. He is just telling the opposite. So it's just think, Samadhi was such a great soul. That Atman. Na sandrishi tishthati rupa maishtha na chakshisha paschiti kashyanainam rida manisha manasa vikritto jabhidi evam vidu amritaste bhavanti. You cannot experience that Atman through these eyes. You will have to open your third eye. Manasyakshu, mental eye, gyanachakshu, knowledge eye. Close your eyes, open your third eyes and try to see inside. Dive deep. You know, one of the Swamis made a good remark. When a boat is anchored, they drop the chain, and every chain has a small, small parts. He used to tell us, try to think that chain and the going into the bottom of the ocean, and repeat the mantra, as if you are going down, down, many inner recess of your heart. The moment you go inside, do you know what will happen? Two things will happen. You will forget a space, you will forget time. 
You do not know how long you are meditating and where you are meditating. In deep meditation that thing happens. That he was talking about, doob thou. Or Sri Ramakrishna said, egye jau, go forward. Go forward means, he told that story, a woodcutter was cutting woods, the holy man said, go forward. So he was cutting some firewood and selling in the market, he was a poor fellow. So holy man said, go forward, let me go. So he went forward and found sandalwood forest. Sandalwood is very expensive. He cut that wood and sold the market and got very a lot of money. Then he was thinking, holy man says, go forward. Why should I be satisfied only with sandalwood? Went forward, he found silver mine. Went forward, gold mine. Went forward, diamond mine. And he became very rich. So Sri Ramakrishna said, never be satisfied with little vision. Oh, little vision is easy. If you concentrate here, you will see a little light. Is it enough? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> see, go forward. There is infinite. This realm is infinite. Spiritual experiences, endless. That we find in Sri Ramakrishna's life. You will never come across a person who practiced so many shadunas and had so many experiences. Nowhere. Read all the religious stories of the life stories of all the great avatars. Nowhere. And all are recorded. And he himself said, Mother never spoke any untruth through my lips. So when we read the gospel, we know every word is true. So in divine play. Next, grace. If you make one step toward God, God will come hundreds of steps towards you. Sri Ramakrishna said, it is a great gospel of hope. Just make a move. Everything. That Christ also says, first seek the kingdom of heaven, everything shall be added unto you. Seek and ye shall find. Ask, ye shall get. Seek, ye shall find. Knock, and ye shall be opened unto you. We will have to, we'll have to knock the door of God. That is in the heart chakra. Knock, knock, knock. Lord, please open the door. I want to see you. You know, in Ramakrishna's teaching, sometimes we find he learned how to create hunger for God. Hunger. That is the only thing necessary. If you are hungry, you will find out food. There is no doubt about it. If there is a spasm in your stomach, you will run to the kitchen and you will find out where is food. Similarly, if you really want to realize God, that bakulata, longing, yearning, hunger for God, that Sri Ramakrishna taught. When you read the Gospel, he is always hammering. What are you doing? Time is running out. Days are going by. Achieve something. Learn something. Realize something in this life. Then you will find fulfillment in life.
right up to this tonight. One more Saturday. <laughs>